Hey, everybody, this is Kelly Hansen from Foreigner, and you are rocking out with Shane Christopher Neal on Giant FM. Standing in the rain With his head hung low Couldn't get a ticket For the sold out show Heard the roar of the crowd He could picture the scene Put his ear to the wall Like a distant scream Right, Industry 45 podcast show. That is the voice of the great Kelly Hansen, who's been the lead singer of the band Foreigner since, uh, I think it was like 2005. And man, does he deliver that catalog. I, I had the opportunity to see the band in Las Vegas. Uh, they did a residency at the Venetian just before the pandemic, actually. It was like early February, mid-February 2020. And it was not the first time I've seen Foreigner uh, or Kelly Hansen, but man, what a great show it was. Such energy, such awesomeness, and what a great voice. And today I had the opportunity to sit down and chat with Kelly Hansen. Uh, Foreigner is on the road right now on tour, and we talk a little bit about that. Uh, they are going back to Las Vegas in 2022, March 25th to April 9th at the Venetian in Las Vegas. So we talk about that, uh, working with Mick Jones, the incredible Mick Jones. And also, I had to talk about the drummers a foreigner man Dennis Elliott was the original drummer and I know Kelly got to play with him during the 40th anniversary tour uh, when Lou Graham joined the band uh, but of course Jason Bottom Brian Tishy, Mark Showman Jason Sutter uh, Chris Fraser's the drummer right now and we talk about that as well a lot of fun Kelly Hansen joins me today from Foreigner Industry 45 podcast show GiantFM.com He's bold, he's sexy, and he's a drummer. This is the Industry 45 Podcast Show with SCN. All right, Industry 45 Show, uh, GiantFM.com, Shane Christopher Neal. And just a reminder, Saturday night, 70s, 80s, and then, of course, the Rocket House Party, 9 to midnight, where we play, obviously, a ton of Foreigner. On the phone, Kelly Hansen. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you. You have a day off today, I understand. Is that correct? Because Foreigner's on tour right now. Yeah, we're on tour, and I'm uh, in Lexington, Kentucky. Oh, love Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been there. I just said that. Uh, listen, yesterday... It's very, it's, 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 it's very cold today, so I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm going to venture out. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, yesterday, I did an interview with somebody you know, and at the end of the interview, this person says, listen, you tell Kelly Hansen that I'm so proud of everything he's done with Foreigner, and apparently you were going to either start a band with this guy or we're in a band. I'm talking about Carmine Apiece. Oh, I, I played with Carmine a long time ago. Uh, I played with uh, uh, him and, uh, oh my gosh, uh, one of the guitar players from Night Ranger. Um, and and what it, it, it turned into Mother's Army uh, 
but I left. I left to go play with C.C. Deville before before Mother's Army happened. Yeah, that was a long time. I well, actually recorded him, so uh, I had I had the rare pleasure of recording Carmine a piece on the drum. Uh, so you just said something I did not know, which was that you play with C.C. Deville, and I am the largest Poison fan in the world. In fact, I have a Poison tribute band. That's how big of a Poison fan. Anyway, that's nor here wow. nor there. I know, eh? <laughs> I'm a good old '80s rock drummer. Let me tell you, uh, you and I met. Okay, <laughs> I, you're not going to remember this, I know, but the very last show. Uh, during your residency at the Venetian, uh, February, I don't know, 3rd, 2020, John got me meet and greet passes because I was in Vegas. I said, I really want to meet Foreigner. Um, and I met you guys and I saw that show, which I think was the last show that uh, you guys played there. I know you're going to go back next year. Uh, and, and Mick Jones was there. But what an incredible show. You deliver those Foreigner songs like nobody's business, man. I truly enjoyed it. Well, thank you. I mean, we enjoy doing that residency because, you know, you get to stay in one place, which is very unusual for a band on the road. Um, and we, so we get to kind of, and that means all the gear stays set up so we can kind of do a little bit different stuff. Uh, it's, it's way different than having to go play, set up, play, leave. Uh, and that's kind of one of the aspects about it that we really appreciate. I like that you had a stage in the middle of the crowd. Like you were Joe Rockstar there, right? Like your band, screw them. They're over here. And you're just like sucking it up right in the middle there. I was on the balcony and it was just, what, it was just an incredible show. Um, how, I want to ask you this question. You were in Hurricane. And when I told my band, we had a rehearsal last night and I said, I was talking to Kelly Hansen. So we were jamming, you know, I'm on to you because why wouldn't we? Um, how, did, how did playing in Hurricane that prepare you for joining Foreigner in 2005? Well, in so many ways, um, especially uh, being on the road, we toured quite extensively in the States and, and in Japan um, with lots of different groups like Iron Maiden and Striper and Cheap Trick. And, um, and um, you need to have that kind of experience uh, on how to pace yourself, how to travel, how to handle the issues that come up on the road. Uh, uh, to be in a band like Born or the way we tour, it would be very difficult for someone without that, that experience to be able to handle the kind of schedule that we have today, which is quite dense. And um, so, uh, you know, that way was probably one of the bigger ways, but also dealing in a, 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 a group um, situation and dealing with personalities and all that kind of stuff, that really prepares you a lot. Uh, and I'm so fortunate to be in this band with so many great guys who all have been around the block and know how fortunate we are to be able to play this wonderful catalog of songs. And, and uh, everybody gets it. You know, speaking of the wonderful catalog, um, I've seen Lou Graham a number of times solo. Uh, one of his, his drummers, uh, Rob Mount, is a friend of mine who took over for Lou's brother when he couldn't play. Um, and you know, you didn't write a lot of these songs, obviously, but yet you deliver them like you own them. And I said that earlier on, I mean, they're, they're so believable. You have so much passion. What was it like playing the 40th anniversary tour with Lou? Did you know him before that? Or what was your relationship with Lou? I, I did not know him before that. And I mean, we had, um, all of the original guys who were still around and, um, and we really had such a great time. Um, they were very welcoming and very kind. And we all, you know, we'd go out and have drinks together and, and, um, and Lou was super gracious to me. And whenever I had a suggestion or we were talking about arrangements, he was all, he was always very, you know, like, yeah, okay, no problem. Let's do it. And, uh, everyone was really, really great. You know, if everyone got to ask questions and talk about past gigs or recordings and 
how they did things or what they used and, you know, and it was, it was really very, very cool. And I, you know, we were all really just paying tribute to the catalog and that we had that common goal. Yeah, that's awesome. And like I said, so many great songs. And being a drummer, I have to ask you this. Okay, so you played with a number of great drummers, um, including Dennis Elliott during that 40th, 40th anniversary tour. Uh, Jason Bottom, Brian Tishy, Mark Shulman, of course, who's with Pink. Uh, Jason Suter, or is, or is it Sutter? I, I'm never really sure. But, Sutter, uh, yeah. Uh, with Cher uh, and Chris, who's playing now. Um, I'm not asking you to pick a favorite, but there is a special connection between a lead singer and the drummer, I find. At least I have that with my singers um talk a little bit about some of the guys that you've played with because they're all very talented and probably very different to play with maybe they are all very different and i it takes a trained ear to be able to really decipher the differences and everybody has their pluses and minuses uh for me it's really really important that the drummer plays the same distance between between the kick drum and the snare every time he has to be, that has to be incredibly steady for me. Um, that I really appreciate in a drummer. Um, and it's really great. Uh, it's always great when a drummer doesn't speed up or doesn't slow down or doesn't play fills that are inappropriate or, and all of these guys know how to approach a song, but they are all unique and different. And I, you know, I do have my, I have my little tiny aspect of each one of those guys that you mentioned that I really do appreciate, um, more than maybe the other guys. Uh, but that's what makes uh, the human part of music so interesting as opposed to stuff that's programmed or loops or things like that. When you have a real person playing, you get to, you get to feel these individual individualities about them. That's a great answer. If, if you were to look straight forward and not behind you, could you tell who was playing drums like between a, the, the different drummers or no? Oh. Uh, that'd be hard to tell. It's possible. It's, it's, it's possible on some things. Um, there's so many variables in that question that it would make, would make it difficult. Sure, um, yeah. But, but um, um, there, without going into detail, there are certain things about the way those guys play that I could definitely tell if it would be them or not, for sure. Uh, does Forner play to a click track or no? Sometimes we use a click to get a beginning tempo. Right. Uh, but then, the see, the interesting thing about Forner songs, especially the early stuff, is that if you play it to a click track, it won't sound right because foreigner songs ebb and flow. Absolutely. And there used to be, a, there used to be a rule kind of a rule when I was in the eighties working on songwriting and recording that, that when you got to the chorus, you'd, you'd kind of just pick it up a little bit in tempo to make the chorus a little bit more exciting sounding. But the odd thing and the interesting thing, and the only reason that it works is foreign foreigner does almost the opposite on some songs where when you go to the chorus, you play it a little bit slower, makes it heavier and bigger. Um, and you can't do that on a click track. And so uh, we have spent a lot of time trying to get inside these songs and really understand what makes them sound correct. And that's a very important part of what we do every night. Well, that's a great answer because I got to tell you, we do play Dirty White Boy. And if my band members say one thing to me, I say, listen, I was talking to Kelly and he says, it's okay that we're a little bit up and down in this song. All right, guys. <laughs> right. right. Uh, talk to me a little bit about it's, Mick, called, it's called Groove. That, that's right. Yeah. Talk to me about uh, working with Mick Jones. I mean, uh, you know, a music icon. Um, I'm sure he's taught you a lot. Now, is he around at all now? I know that he was kind of slowly retiring and then i know he played that no show no no he's, he's, yeah, no he's still playing he's still he, playing. he just played he just played with us uh just played with us the other day oh nice and uh, he's doing great and um i had you know it's 
so uh, it's so interesting because I think his background and and from him living in France for seven years and playing different kinds of music and it all has influenced him to be an incredibly unique player and, and songwriter as well. Um, his choice for arrangements and chord progressions are not like an American arrangement. Um, and I think that's one of the things that's hard to decipher between an English and American band uh, is, is sometimes the choice, the choices of arrangements and chord progressions and, and melodies. Um, and this band has always been a blend of, of American and English. I think that really shows and what partly what makes these uh, songs so great. Um, but he's so good at that. And he's also very unique. I could tell you all sorts of subtleties about the way he plays, but I don't want to give up anybody's secrets, you know, but he does a lot of things very uniquely. And, it, and if you know uh, music, like you, like you're an instrumentalist, so I know that you do, it's all about the hands. You could yeah. get the same guitar, same amp, same pick to 10 different guys and it'll sound 10 different ways. And it's because of what they do with their hands. And sometimes it's unconscious. Sometimes it's absolutely, uh, un- the, the, the player is unaware of what they're doing sometimes, but it makes them an individual. Absolutely. And that's how Mick plays. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that about drums too. Like I can always tell if I'm listening to something, I, I can pick out that drummer just by the way that you hear the snap of the snare, uh, the way that they play with their hands too, right? So it, it's, it works for that as well. Uh, right. you, you guys did something really special uh, during the pandemic. I mean, you have a great crew. Uh, nobody's working during the pandemic. And I believe you guys through your website were auctioning off some stuff. So talk about that a little bit because I thought that was a great story. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to take a sip of water here. We um, we we just got a call one day in March uh, 11th of 2020 that said we have to go home, and we didn't touch a stage again for a year and four months. And it was hardest on the crew, and we were trying to think of a way that we could try to help our guys. You know, um, some of these guys have been with us for a very very long time, and they are the best guys in the business, and um, aside from any kind of uh, personal help that we gave any of our guys, we, we also decided that if we could do something that was a win-win for everybody, like if we could auction off some cool stuff that we don't normally do, um, and give those proceeds to the crew, then that would be a way that we could, we could help them get by because this whole last year was tough on everybody. And it's just a matter of trying to help each other out. And uh, hopefully we were able to make a difference for them absolutely that was great um you are playing in las vegas again march 25th to april 9th back at the venetian uh, i'm going to vegas in january so i'm sad i'm gonna miss it in fact i'm gonna miss a lot because i bought kiss tickets and uh yeah they canceled the residency so I'm, I'm shit out of luck for live music by the by the looks of it but you're gonna be in vegas so uh great great to hear that and you're playing the macy's day parade correct uh in new york i think in november that's true. We're going to be standing on a float out in the freezing weather, playing on Macy's Day Parade. That's true. Here's my final question. Um, there's very few, pe- and I mean this, man, there's very few people as they get older, their voice gets stronger and better, and, and you're one of them. And I got to tell you, I listened to, I saw Steven Tyler, as I mentioned to you when I was in Vegas uh, this the same time I saw Foreigner, and Steven Tyler at 70 delivering great vocals, Sammy Hagar, and Kelly, you are another one, man. I go and see Foreigner, I've seen Foreigner, I don't know, 10, 15 times with you, and it is consistent and solid. What do you do to keep your voice strong and to keep in great shape? Cause you are in great shape. Well, thank you. Um, well, you know, it seems like I have to give up something every year 
in order to maintain the standard that I want to <laughs> see. Um, you know, whether it's uh, eating late or, or eating at night at all, or, um, uh, you know, how much you drink, how, how much you talk, uh, like I'm talking to you today, but I have three days off and I'm basically not speaking. Uh, and that's just giving my voice time to heal. So for the next one of shows that my voice will be fresh again. And, um, uh, ask yourself, could you go at least one 24 hour period without speaking a word? And a lot of people couldn't do it. And I do it on a regular basis. Um, and it's very odd. It gives you, uh, you really get a lot of introspection. You really, you really think a lot about your life and what's going on with you when you're not just rambling off words to somebody where most of it is meaningless. I've learned that most discussion is meaningless. Um, and unnecessary because when you can't speak, you witness others rambling on and you kind of go, wow, that's just really interesting. And, um, <laughs> that's, that makes, so that's it a great point. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, it does a number on you, but, um, but you, uh, you just have to kind of just take care of yourself and that's really what it's all about. And, and I'm not a diva, but my voice is. And, and uh, so I have to do what my voice tells me to do. Well, wait, the story you just told reminds me of being uh, sober at a bar and everybody's drunk. And you're like, what is wrong with these people? They're just rambling on. <laughs> but um, uh, and Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right? Yeah. And here's an interesting story. Uh, uh, my uh, singer, one of my bands uh, named Bobby Rock and huge foreigner and, and Kelly Hansen fan. And we would go out before we go to the bar to set up. We'd go and we have a beer. And we'd sit down and I'm the drummer and I do all the talk. And he just sat there and looked at me and one day I go, you don't say nothing. What the hell is wrong with you? And he's like, I got to sing for three hours. And I'm thinking, what the hell's it got to do with me? Like, right. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. So right. uh, uh, I'm so glad you guys are doing well. I'm excited, hopefully, to see Foreigner soon. You are coming to Canada, it looks like, in March of next year, but it's out in Alberta. So I'm hoping maybe the casino here in Niagara. I've seen you in Niagara Falls before, so maybe you'll be back playing there. But uh, I, I do appreciate you. And You your never time. know. Things are changing all the time, so it definitely could happen, for sure. <laughs> The Industry 45 Show.